Anthony Broom for the Wolverine.com. I want to get his thoughts on Bufkin or Howard tonight. He's standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. What's going on, Anthony? Not much. Uh, shout out to you. Shout out to uh, my old stomping ground, Story Eagle Casino in Mount Pleasant, uh, the CMU alum. Yeah, I forgot that. You were one of the greatest writers ever for the CMU newspaper. And right there next to Dick Enberg, the Anthony Broom Wing is must see educational building uh, tour. Yeah, you know, such a good writer that I never even wrote for CM Life and they put my name up in there. So, you know, what do you, what do you, what do you even say about that? Did you write for the Mount Pleasant Morning Sun then? I never did, no. No. Where'd you, where, where, where'd you start writing first then? So uh, I started writing another shout-out uh, at SBNationsMazeAndBrew.com. That was my first... Uh, I, I, thought he, I, thought you were, I thought you were like the former CMU Life editor. No, no, that's there. That's, that's how that's how Ballas is building you up. I'm looking at the resume right now at the Wolverine dot com. <laughs> uh, I, have to, I have to have a talk with Mr. Ballas about my credentials, but no, it's, it's good to be here. Uh, yeah, who who would have thought the most exciting talk about Kobe Buffett and Jeff Howard this season would actually come months after the season ended? Uh, so yeah. Good to be here. Yeah, well, and, and again, nothing against your CMU education, but I have a lot of friends who graduated from CMU, and they have no idea what they did for that seven years of Mount Pleasant. <laughs> well, uh, there, <laughs> there are some parts I remember more. <laughs> All right, let's move on. You mentioned uh, the Buffkin, Jed Howard story in the first round. Two biggest stories for Michigan basketball this year, unfortunately, have been will Dickinson stay or go and will Bufkin and or Jed Howard both go in the first round? Yeah, it's been, again, and even when you look at how this roster for next year has taken shape, it's so frustrating that again, this is a night that you want to celebrate those guys and usually when you celebrate individual success, um, the level of having potentially two first-round picks, you're also saying, wow, you know, uh, there was a fair amount of team success that came out of that. And, you know, it remains frustrating that, you know, you want as much as you want to celebrate these guys tonight, and they should be celebrated. I mean, these are lifelong dreams that are getting realized this evening. Um, you know, it just kind of comes with that sour taste in your mouth where you had two potential first-round picks. We'll see what happens with Jet Howard. I'm with you. I wouldn't be surprised. If he slid out of the first round, maybe he goes to that early second round. But um, the fact that you had those two guys, plus an All-American, or a mm. former All-American center in Hunter Dickinson, and, you know, you went 18-16, and you missed oh. the state tournament, it's frustrating. And, yeah, I mean, it's, that just adds a little bit of, you know, these past NBA drafts where you've had the B-line guys going, and the early era Jawan Howard guys going, wow, oh, man. Look at even just a short time. Look at the legacy that these guys left behind, and um, so it's a bit of a bummer from that regard. But obviously, uh, you know, helpful for the program's pedigree that they're probably going to send another two first-round picks tonight, and you know, that's something at least. You know, a little silver lining. Yeah, there's no silver lining in talking about what you just mentioned, and I discussed in a huge opinion at the end of hour one. When you look at it, if Buffkin and Howard both go in the first round tonight, and most mock drafts have projected, I think Jet could be the surprise in the first round and not go. That's just my opinion. And Dickinson, it's one of the bigger underachieving one-year teams in college basketball I've ever seen. Ever. 
it, it would be up there. Um, and again, you know, all, those guys all had. You know, that that was the other thing is that for as talented as those guys were, it never seemed like they were ever all on at one point. And, and that's something you need when, you know, to win some of those big games. And and who wants the ball in their hands late in the game? And and that's again, it, it just adds. To, I'm not bemoaning those guys for for making the choices they did, take the next step in their careers, but. You know, you sit here, and they're going to show the highlights tonight, and you're going to be like, wow, well, look at this great play that uh, Kobe made in a game against Purdue. And you're like, oh, wait, well, they lost that game. So, it's, you know, I just wish, because I like the, I like the guys themselves. Uh, Kobe's a great kid. Uh, Jet, despite all of the kind of venom that got sent his way late in the year, is another great kid that did a lot for the university, did a lot for Mott. Um but you know, there's that. There's just gonna, that other side of it. We're like, man, I just wish, wish this team could have found a way to win some more basketball games. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com is joining us on the Roast Umber guest line, talking about Jet Howard and Kobe Bufkin, both projected to go in the first round tonight of the NBA draft. I had Ballas on last segment. I'll ask you the same question: If this team is hovering around the 500 mark or even worse in a bottom feeder in the Big Ten this upcoming season after last year's underachieving year, will Juwan Howard get another season at the University of Michigan one year from now? Yeah, I mean, I guess it, why, it, you know, it depends on what it looks like. If, it's a, if this roster is what it's going to be, it's a young team with, with some veteran guys that you found a way to plug the hole with in the transfer portal, but um, you know, still, if they find a way to go 500 in Big Ten play, I think I, I'd stop sort of saying I'd be ecstatic about that. But uh, I actually think that might be a rosy outlook for it, honestly. And it makes, you know, it makes getting out to a good start in non-conference play so paramount. Uh, they play a tough slate. You know, they're going to play that tournament in the Bahamas. They're going to play Florida. They're going to go play at Oregon. You know, and last year, I think one of the stories of that team is that they just couldn't get a signature win or two in the non-conference, and they were kind of chasing their tail the rest of the way. So I really do think that, you know, we're going to know a lot more about this team early on this year than, you know, last year's team, you felt like at some point maybe they would turn it on, but, um, you know, I think it might be a little more of a slow burn with this group, but I, I think all outcomes are on the table. I don't know that I'd call them like a sleeper to make an NCAA tournament run in best-case scenario, but... I think they can get there, but I also think the floor right now is extremely low unless they add another impact guy. I don't know if that guy's out there right now. I think it's just a bounce back, a must bounce back year, and what bounce back means, they just look better. It it may not hinge just on the NCAA tournament or finishing upper half in the Big Ten, but just better basketball. They they were a, a team in disarray. They really, they had flashes, like I said, in February where you're like, okay, this is, where was this team all year long? I know they dealt with some injuries. I thought they were always a better team without Jet Howard on the floor. Anytime you get into kids' sons and you get into that dynamic, I haven't seen a lot of teams flourish uh, with the coach's sons playing on them. Yeah. Well, a lot of times, again, it's nothing against, nothing against Juwan or Jet, but there were a lot of times last year where it kind of just felt like AAU basketball, right? Where, Amen. you know, the, the star player just dribbles the ball and you know, nothing really goes anywhere. It's a quick, bad shot, and then, you know, the ball's going the other way. It, it just, it, it needs to, 
everything needs to flow better, and this team needs to take to the coach. And there were there were points last year where, you know, you have Jawan Howard openly admitting that the players weren't taking the coaching or weren't you know, putting in you know putting forth uh, the game plan, things like that. And that's just not you can't do that. And, and again, like I said, I think this is where it's the nuance of oh well, do they need to win? You know, 17, 18, or 19 games and get into the tournament. Uh, it just depends on what it looks like. You know, I think you might be able to deal with a, I mean, no one would be happy about it, but if you go, let's just say 17 and 13 and Doug McDaniel looks like an all Big Ten player and Terrace Reed takes the next step and all of a sudden you have the bones of a team where you think, okay, maybe next year's the year with another year of growth under this group. Maybe they just needed to kind of get some new blood in there. So again, it's, the thing of it, it's just so hard to predict right now because really we don't even know who, what the final roster is going to look like. They still have you know, two scholarship spots available, but it needs to be it needs to be snappier. Things need to flow better. Guys need to take the coaching, and if none of that happens, um, ultimately to go back to your question about what it means for Jawan Howard, the guys aren't taking to the coaching, and the message is falling on deaf ears. That yeah, you're probably going to have to make a change there, and there's no. There's no walking on eggshells about it. These last year was eye-opening, and they've made a lot of changes inherently because they've had to. But uh, we'll see what winds up happening. Yeah, well, here's what's happening: Hunter Dickinson is going to play for Kansas, and Kobe Bufkin and Juwan Howard's son Jet could be first-rounders tonight in Michigan. Could even be an NCAA tournament team. Must bounce back here. How how that is defined, I, I think it's the visual. We'll see what happens. You can follow everything. Howard Bufkin leading up to the draft tonight, afterwards, tomorrow at the Wolverine.com. Anthony, uh, before I let you go like I did with Ballas, uh, what do you think is the biggest buzz out of Shem Beckler Hall going into fall camp that a lot of people – don't know that you've heard whether it's a player a coach a system a game something that's the biggest buzz out of Schembechler Hall right now with Michigan football man I mean we just we just finished our football preview so I feel like I've uh, all, all the storylines are in my are in my head currently but uh, I would say I think that I think that people might be overrating a bit what they might put on J.J. McCarthy's plate next year. And that's, you know, that's not being negative. That's not going the other way. But um, but Blake Corum, Donovan Edwards, both coming off off offseason surgery. I think that they're going to kind of ease those in, those guys in. But that's that's your offense this year. And whatever J.J. can do off of that, I think that um, I think that that's what they'll do with him. But, uh, you know, I, I think... Mine kind of goes the other way. It's to tap the brakes a bit on the first-round hype, the, all, all that type of stuff, the gaudy number projections. It's, uh, I think this is going to look a lot like it did last year, but maybe just a little more explosive. I agree, and I'm waiting for that start-to-finish Heisman-type year, uh, which usually leads to a deep run uh, in the postseason, and Michigan's done that uh, the last two years, but not all on J.J. McCarthy. Uh, good to hear you again, Anthony. Uh, congrats on an unbelievable academic and social career here in Mount Pleasant at CMU. <laughs> yeah, hit uh, hit Pixie on the way out of town for me. I know, man. I, 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 anytime I come up to Soren Eagle Mount Pleasant, I feel like Tank from old school. 
<laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, thank All you right. so much for having me. And, uh, yeah, fire up chips. <laughs>